Much has been made of the personal criticism. No, that probably doesn't go far enough. The vicious personal attacks outgoing Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern endured and how much they may or may not have played into her decision to give it away. We could debate whether she might have invited some of that, albeit unwittingly, by allowing her leadership to become so much about herself personally. Was Jacinda Mania Ardern's fault? And should the media take some of the blame for getting on the merry-go-round, especially right at the beginning? We had something of an extended honeymoon, did we not? And as a nation, we were quite happy, I think, to bask in her reflected glory on the international stage. We went along with the pregnant young leader story, a PM giving birth in office, women's magazine covers here, global celebrity elsewhere, the friendship with Stephen Colbert. So exciting. We got sucked in to her personal life. Now, I want to acknowledge Jacinda Ardern's outstanding gift for communication and the fact that she did exactly the right job when we needed it at the beginning of the pandemic. But after trading on celebrity for a while, it is eventually necessary to start delivering on policy when you're a politician. And when delivery on every metric starts to look, well, a bit weak, even the finest communicator can't sell that. You cannot polish a turd. And Ardern knows that. Is that why she quit? Look, I applaud anybody, anyone who puts their hand up for public office at whatever level, school board, local body, parliament. It takes courage, it takes commitment. So sincerely, good on you. And for selfish reasons, I wish Chris Hipkins success in his effort to turn the country around. We need it. Perhaps we'll be a bit more focused on his performance than his sartorial elegance or lack of it, whatever. And perhaps his own comment about keeping his private life private is a hint as to what he thought about his predecessor's style.